back to Just Ask Podcast, where we are rethinking development with you. I'm Brian Wilburn, your host. With me, my co-host, Greg Jeffrey. And Greg has a fun topic today where he's going to examine the link between motivation and success. Uh, I heard you had a pretty interesting week, Greg. I did indeed. I had a very, very interesting week. I was in my office on Monday morning. The phone rings. And it's a guy that is looking to buy a firm that does fundraising um, that uh, works in the with um, faith-based organizations primarily. And so um, it kind of caught my attention because, you know, I'm uh, You're not, a firm. Well, I'm, a, I'm not too far off from retirement. So he, <laughs> so he kind of caught my attention. We had a great conversation for about an hour. And by the time we were um, finished with the conversation after about an hour, you know, I really liked the guy, and he was very smart, very goal-driven, and um, um, had great software behind him in, in the existing, existing company and what he did. And I was, I was really, I was kind of ready to take the next step, right? Okay, okay. And then he says to me, "Oh, by the way, you know, you're a Catholic development group, and I just, I think you should know that I'm an atheist." What? Well, I know. He, I mean, he just said it like that. He says, no, um, does that uh, hamper our ability to work together? And of course, you know, as, as the evangelist heart that I am, my first instinct is, no, I, you, know, I, you know, God uses, my thought was God uses all kinds of people in all kinds of ways to do all kinds of good things, right? And so I kind of mumbled something, and we ended the conversation, and, and I hope he calls back. But in the next couple of days, you know, I just started to feel some disquiet. I thought, well, you know, let's just think about this. You know, what what am I going to say to the guy? I mean, the guy's an atheist, okay? So he's an atheist, so now he's down to one life. He's, you yeah. know, he's down to one life, and he wants to spend it helping organizations who f- are fundamentally feeding people, in his opinion, a lie, Okay. Think oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that. He doesn't believe in what they're preaching to. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so, so the, why do you want to help organizations who are promoting what, in your mind, at best might be mythology, you know? And so I started thinking about, you know, wh- what could possibly be uh, the motivation, right? And f- f- for wanting to do this, you know, other than money, <laughs> other, sure. other than money. And I started thinking about how important, it, it prompted me to think all week long about how important motivation is, because if, if, if this gentleman and I are going to partnership together, there's going to be inevitably very difficult days. In any endeavor in human life, there's going to be difficult days. It's in those difficult days that the deepest motivation as to why you do something makes all the difference in the world between success and failure. And if you doubt me, just ask the Ukrainians. I mean, I mean, think yeah. about what, what's going on over there on that side of the world. Motivation and why we do things makes all the difference as to the degree of success that we have. And so I, what I wanted to share with our listeners is I wanted to encourage them um, with, with, with a statement. And um, I want to remind them that when you find your deepest motivation, it's then that you'll have your greatest success. When you find your deepest motivation, that's when you have your greatest success. Yes. Um, And I bring this up today because I'm continually amazed at the number of development people who are reluctant to ask for money. 
You know, we talk about this all, all the, the time. time. I know. But, you know, but I just run into it so much. And that, you know, that, that reluctance, I think, is natural. I think it's human. Um, but I think it's keeping people from being successful. And to get over that reluctance, I think you have to dig deep and discover what truly motivates you to do this work. You know, when I was in my early 20s, I did my undergraduate degree in music education. And amongst my friends, they all knew that I wanted to be a rock star. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which yeah. Greg is. Which uh, I, you know, part-time. eventually accomplished part-time. Um, and I was just getting the, the music degree and the teaching certificate is something to fall back on. I mean, I, I readily would admit that to my friends, right? Well, when I did my student teaching, before, right before I started my stu- student teaching, now I'm four and a half years into a degree, and um, we have a reception for all the young people that are going to go out and do student teaching. And one of the uh, mentors that was there, she was probably in her 40s or 50s, she said, to, she said to all of us young people, she said, you know, just once I would like to hear somebody say, well, you know, I went to law school or I went to medical school just for something to fall back on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, you would you would never you'd never say this. She goes, "But why do people te- why do people treat teaching that way?" She says, oh, that's if, interesting. "If you're here to get a degree to teach for quote something to fall back on, you're probably not not in the right profession." And I had to have uh, a heart-to-heart talk with with myself to say, you know what, Greg, I'm not doing the profession a justice if I go into as much as I like kids and music and teaching. Um, you know that 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 was not really truly what was motivating me to go into that profession. I was just looking for something to fall back on, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, so how did yeah. my point is this? As long as the motivation for working in development points back to you, you haven't found your deepest motivation. I mean, maybe you're in that job in development because it's a good job. It pays okay. The hours are good. You have flexibility. They've got daycare. But think about this. All of those things point back to what I'm getting out of the job, right? If you want to find your deepest motivation and find your deepest satisfaction in the work you do, Look outside of yourself. Look at what you are giving to society rather than what the job is giving to you. Let me give you a personal story, Brian, as to what motivates me to do what I'm doing. Do it. Do it. So maybe I've already shared this story with our listeners, but it's good enough to share again. I was working in New Orleans and... um, one of my colleagues that was working at the same seminary as I was working at um, was a secular um, agnostic. And he was getting well advanced in age. And as I saw him over the course of a couple of years, you know, go from like 82 to 83 to 84, I could tell his, his health was really failing. His, his ability, you know, his, he, he would get vertigo. And I thought, my God, this guy could fall and break a hip and that would be it, right? And one night we went out for dinner, and because he liked to do that, and he always was a great one for conversation. He always picked, you know, really nice restaurants. Go that, out, get a good dinner. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always we always went Dutch treat because, well, <laughs> we went Dutch treat. Yeah, we yeah. went that. 
Um, <clears throat> but um, I remember saying to him one time, Norton, has anybody ever told you that God loves you? And I could tell that he 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 appreciated those words. He, it's words that he longed to hear. But at the same time, the rational side of his brain completely reject, rejected those. Though He goes, yeah, you mean like a, in a generic sense? They go, no, he loves Norton Berman. God loves Norton. He loves you, Norton, right? He goes, ah, I mean, he says, well, you know, when I was young, you know, I went to Hebrew school and, and I learned all that stuff, but none of it made sense to me. And I just, you know, through a rational process, decided that, you know, you can't know whether or not God exists. So let's just leave it at that. So I said to him, I said, well, then, Norton, so you've taken it on faith that there is no God. He goes, let me take it on faith. No, I, I reason way to that. I said, wait a minute. You just told me there's no way to know whether or not God exists. Let's do a little mind experiment, Norton. So you see that guy walking outside on the sidewalk? Is there a nickel in his pocket? He says, how would I know? It's impossible to tell. So then I said, okay, Norton. Well, then if I say there is a nickel in his pocket, and you say there's not a nickel in his pocket, what's the difference? We're both we're both making that statement on faith. Yeah. Right? Right. Well, now he looks stumped and just a little bit annoyed with me, right? So that night, you know, I drove because he was getting, like, too old to drive. I go pick him up. So I brought him home, you know, and um, made sure he made it, you know, up the steps to his, his, his home okay. And I remember saying to him, so Norton, like, when you die what happens he goes poof that's it right yeah but here's my point brian the look in his eyes the look in the eyes of somebody who doesn't know god and is facing death that is the saddest saddest thing i will ever see in my entire life the look of complete hopelessness and despair in a man who spent his life doing good right but at the very end of his life in complete despair, not knowing that there is a God and a God that loves you. That night was a night that I recommitted myself to the work I do. So for you, that was finding that was your deepest motivation. That's my I found my deepest motivation. My deepest motivation is to is to help people understand that there is a God. There's a God that loves them. And if I can help finance Catholic churches and schools that spread that message. That's my deepest motivation. That will get me through all the difficult capital campaigns. That'll get me through all the traveling and the lonely nights and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you yeah. know. You know. So what I'm telling, what I'm trying to say to the listeners is, why do you do what you do? Is it just the paycheck or is it just the family responsibilities? What is what is it that burns in your heart that you do what you do? You know, that, that causes you to to. to to make it through on those difficult days. Because when you find your deepest motivation, that's when you'll have your greatest success. Enough said. All right. Thanks for a great podcast, Greg. See you guys next time.